are listening to Our Anxiety Stories, the Anxiety Canada podcast with John Bateman. Check out anxietycanada.com for more totally free anxiety resources, including our app MindShift CBT. Joey, I appreciate you being here. Yeah, you've heard you've been here for the whole event. You've yeah. heard you've heard what a lot of people have st- said. You yeah. uh, you've heard a lot of the stories. Now it's your turn. I love it, Joey. Here we go. I'm ready. You ready? <laughs> yeah. You tell me your guess anxiety story well it's like this and this and then <laughs> yeah good <laughs> but for real it's like it's it's uh it's really been my whole life has been um a lot of anxiety yeah uh like ever since i was a kid ever since i was a kid mm-hmm. like um i just remember not wanting to go to school yeah. like i never would uh i'd always have stomach aches before going to school and yeah. like i developed this is good yeah yeah, well, his levels are looking good. Yeah. Sorry, we're just making sure we can hear you here. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, like uh, ever since I was in school, it was just a lot of hesitation to go. I remember uh, avoiding, like I would just keep lying to my parents saying like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. Yeah. And yeah. I just didn't know why. And right. it seemed like other kids all easily could go to school and they were having fun. Yeah. And then yeah. there was me literally every day was like, I, it just feels like the end of the world every day. Interesting. And um, I would have all these stomach aches, and like yeah. if there was an assignment, I was like, no. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it was really weird because I developed a habit of being a really high achiever. That's that's <laughs> an ongoing kind of. Yes, thing so I've heard. Yeah, so yeah, I've yeah, heard. Yeah. Um, and so, like, and I looking back, it's so easy to see that that was like such a defense mechanism for me right. to just keep achieving and being perfect so that no one could see that I was actually super not okay inside. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, but like, if anything, it was bad that I actually continued to succeed and succeed. Yeah. Even yeah. through high school and yeah. university, doing engineering. Yeah. And like, like, I almost wish that I had failed earlier and shown myself that I was brave enough to fail earlier. Ah. Um, because, uh, yeah, I was just so good at keeping the face on and mm-hmm. pretending everything was good and yeah. I'm good at doing so many things yeah. when really I was like not okay and yeah. but uh, so I have come a long way since then especially yeah. since I was a kid but especially post-graduation after university it's yeah. it's been truly a journey yeah. which it, and it's only been recently that I've um, that I've uh, started going to counseling therapy mm-hmm. like over right? the past Maybe four or five years. Oh yeah, that's yeah. I don't consider. I mean, you're a young man. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, that four yeah. or five years. That's that's a good stretch to be doing that, and that's yeah. You know, that's important to to. I, f- I find a lot of people they kind of what we've talked about is how, you know, you go along, you feel better, then you stop. Right. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. and like to be honest though, like it still comes up often. Like often, like mm-hmm. I, I think this has come up in a lot of the previous interviews. Yeah. Is that it doesn't go away. Like right. even though I'm. I'm like well seasoned in you know all the CBT concepts, which I'm super passionate about. Yeah, like yeah. there are still moments where I'm like still not okay. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like I see that overall, like on average, that I am doing better. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so it's, it's and does it's that come as like a realization to you, where you're just sitting there like you know all of a sudden yeah, you know I feel better. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And like even. It's it's interesting because sometimes I will still have my low moments. Yeah, for sure. Uh, even like you know, even lately. But it's the kind of thing where I'm like, oh, but 
wow, like I just think back and I think back to everything that I worked on mm-hmm. in therapy and in mm-hmm. counseling and with mm-hmm. psychologists and I'm like, oh man, I've come so far yeah, from yeah. from where I was before that Definitely. even if I'm not feeling the best at this moment, that there's so much evidence and mm-hmm. in CBT, there's mm-hmm. so much of that yeah. looking at evidence yeah. and looking at what's realistic and balanced yeah. Yeah. Um, and just seeing that, yeah, like if I look at the facts, yeah. I really have been showing improvement even though my mind and my emotions are telling me otherwise. Sometimes. Oh yeah, so, well there's, I kind of consider those to be symptoms in the same way that you get a cough with a cold. Exactly. You know, there's symptoms. Um, exactly. That doesn't mean that you're going down the rabbit hole again. It just means you're having that symptom and it will go away. Exactly. It's, it's, that's why I do quite a, I do journaling sometimes where... Oh, I, me too. It's, yeah, what's, <laughs> oh, I, I find God. what's important with journaling is... Yeah. is I, 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 for a while, I'd, 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 get, I'd have a low point and I'd go through my journal and, yeah. and I'd only journal when I was feeling like crap. Right. Oh, right? oh my God. And so I'd go through my journal. Oh my God. And you can see the trends. Like, it was like, oh my God, this is, I, I feel like this now. It's never going to end. It, what's the use? Oh yeah. But it's important to keep journaling when you're feeling good. Yes. Because yes. you, because that's a reminder. Absolutely. That, yeah. There's the reminder that you felt like crap before. Sure. Yeah. But then it's good to go to a journal and, and have that reminder that I felt good. Yes previously too and that has been such a useful thing for me to see like and i it's it's funny because before you could really tell with my journaling because journaling is a really interesting topic for me because i would only write about the things that i wanted to pursue and that i wanted to do or or how bad i was feeling or blah 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 but you know like just like you said more and more time like more and more times and entries in my journal lately are more like yeah i'm feeling grateful for xyz yeah and you know what like these things are not too bad and i've written messages in my journal more recently telling my future self who's more anxious remember you feel good right now and you feel feel good 100 percent. i have yeah, done that too 100 percent. i have to talk to future joey yeah in your journal as well oh i've done that yeah that's like good. even like you like i even yeah. address them as you like yeah. you hey yeah. hey yeah. it's not so bad tell me about your association with anxiety canada yeah i mean because i just met you today yeah i was here all day yesterday and everybody was like joey's coming joey's coming oh my gosh i was joey another big get ready for joey oh god um, <laughs> joey worked here i don't i don't think yeah do you work here still no, you yeah but you work here i'm a volunteer yeah. What what did you what did you do here before? And you're still uh, yeah. So that's a that's a quite a story. So I started out because uh, my psychologist, who is my hero, yeah, um, Melissa Robichaux. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. We 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 did yeah. we did speak to her. Oh yes yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, she is my hero. Uh. But she recommended me to Anxiety Canada to right. be like a speaker and you know, oh, to really? talk about my story just oh, because like I was finally at a point where I was feeling better about my life yeah. and what I was doing. So I was like, okay, yeah, maybe I can open up and turn into advocacy yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly um and then it so i started out as like you know a volunteer just yeah. doing a few yeah. things here yeah. and there and then i guess because of my background in engineering yeah. um and software engineering uh yeah like i eventually uh became a community and uh, engagement specialist here right. at anxiety canada okay yeah uh, in may May 2018, okay. I think it was. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, where I started work uh, project managing the MindShift CBT app. Yes. Um, yeah, and app. applying my skills. It was so wonderful to yeah. apply my skills in software yeah. uh, to something that was extremely personally relevant to me. Well, and it sounds like, Joey, it's relevant to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. apparently. And you must yeah. be pretty happy about that. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. it's. it's uh, it's always really emotional for me to go to places like a, 
like if there's a conference with like teachers yeah. or uh, like your parents or even students. Yeah. And um, when people are just saying all these nice things about something that we've made here at Anxiety Canada yeah, and that yeah. I was such a big part of. Yeah. And totally. when I think about like all the stuff that I've been through, yeah. it just, you know, it all bubbles up and I just feel all this emotion because yeah. it's like I, I realize that it's, yes, I've been through some, some stuff, mm-hmm. but that in a lot of ways it was very much uh, worth it in the yeah. sense that, you know, a lot of my experiences helped inform um, how the app uh, came through. Oh, so. yeah. Well, it, it's, it's within your, in your case, it's definitely something tangible. Oh yeah. You see works and you see affects people. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it, I'm still shocked. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah I, that's that's good. It's nice that you feel that way. Yeah. So what kind of what, what kind of stuff do you do on a daily now? Like when yeah. you're dealing with anxiety, what do you do? Oh, so what what do I do? Well, what's nice is that it's so ingrained into my habits. Yeah. That like oh, it's like that thing's happening again. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna act accordingly. So what that might look like for me, driving has always been a huge thing. I just found that too. I just found oh, really? I like driving. You like driving? Yeah, I do. Oh, oh you don't like oh, driving. No, I, I like driving now. I like driving. Oh, but I didn't before. What a riveting interview this Oh, is. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, like I was just so afraid of driving. Like, really? Okay, oh, okay. like super yeah, huge yeah. phobia. Right. But it was also always really hard to open up about it because yeah. it's like, oh, it just seems like something that literally everyone is doing. Yeah. It, <laughs> like all my friends true. are getting their N's and their L's or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know. Oh, because yeah. it's the like, and you know, my parents and friends would be like, why aren't you driving? And it's then taking you so long. I didn't want to say like, yeah, it's because like I have nightmares about it. Of mm-hmm. literally like my thought would be, you know, if I was like six feet this way, I would literally be dead. And so would that other person. <laughs> yeah. And what kind of car accident would start? When you put it in that perspective, it certainly is sobering. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it was, um, that was such a, like a tough thing to overcome. But the reason why I bring it up is because it was a lot of exposure therapy for me. Yeah. Um, which I have to continuously practice now. Right. So things like parallel parking, I know it's a joke, like parallel no, parking. No, it's not a joke. On a, it's not on a, a joke. Right, but like on a busy road. Like yeah. even for people with like yeah. without anxiety, yeah. like uh, I know that parallel parking on a busy road is like a big thing, but for me, it's the kind of thing where I literally have to th- be aware of the fact, hey, I'm feeling that discomfort. Yeah. Uh, parallel parking right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. but you know what? I know that this is exposure for me, and I know that on a scale of from zero to ten, yeah. this is around like a four yeah, or five, yeah, which yeah. is meh. Yeah. But I can do it. Yeah. And so what I do is I'm just like, yeah, this seems reasonable. I'm gonna do it. And then I notice that for the next few weeks, mm-hmm. like if I keep doing that, that I know it keeps going down. Yeah. But I n- also notice that if I don't. Uh, if I'm not aware of those uh, practices, that it actually comes back. And so it is something that I continuously have to be aware of and practice. Mm. Otherwise, it it just comes creeping back. One thing that you said that you didn't mean to say, and I I know you didn't mean to, you said, I know it's whatever, it seems silly or whatever, that's your fear. Um, I'd like to, and I know that wasn't what you really mean, but what I'd like to point is a lot of people are very dismissive of their fears because other people don't have those fears. So they think, Oh, I'm afraid of heights. It's stupid. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I don't. I'm, I don't like writing tests. It's just a stupid little thing. Of yeah. Mine. I I think people should really focus on not trivializing what they're afraid of, and and taking it seriously and saying yes, I'm afraid of 
parallel parking. Yeah. I'm afraid of flying. I'm afraid of heights. Those two things actually are pretty relevant to me. But um, but I think it's important not to do that. that oh, people, 100%. You know, but it's easy in conversation to oh, be yeah. dismissive. Right? And it, especially like that's come up a lot in my therapy sessions, actually. It's yeah. like every time I like do something like my small victories, I'll just throw them away. Yeah, I'll yeah. be like, oh yeah, like I, yeah, I parked today, but honestly, like so, yeah, like so and and then like my psychologist is like, well, hold yeah. on, like yeah. but for you, this was a huge deal, and this is one step. Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent. It's just it's a it's a habit though. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, we're at a time. Um, but you've been a great person to finish this off. Oh, sure. I'm you sorry. Got the, you, they told me. I said he's got energy. Yeah. He's enthusiastic. And I try. Right. No, I try. you don't try. You just come by it naturally, and yeah. I really appreciate it. And we appreciate the work you've done with the app, obviously, mm-hmm. like a huge impact. And I appreciate you coming and being a part of this with me. Yeah, because, no you problem know, at all. you know, I was scared of this crazy little shit. <laughs> just, yeah. Are we also done? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, I appreciate you being here and being a part of it. And thanks yeah. very much for your openness, Joey. Thank you. No problem. All right, all. man. Yeah, cool. We'll see you off camera. Okay. Once yeah. this is all done. I'll say hi. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. You bet. That was Joey Laguio. Laguio? He'll correct me. Laguio. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Our Anxiety Stories, the Anxiety Canada podcast with John Bateman. Check out anxietycanada.com for more anxiety resources, including our app MindShift CBT. And if you like what you hear, please consider making a donation. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Until next time.